Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, U.S. Congressman Alan Lowenthal, as we continue our 22nd anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us. Our guest for the entire show is United States Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Alan, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me, Art. Congratulations again on your congressional victory. You've been there now 11 months, sworn in on January 3rd. Give us your sense of the last 11 months. Well, it's been a, you know, anytime you start something new and um, so honored to represent our district in the United States Congress, the 47th, which is a new district, which is really 59% of it is Los Angeles County, primarily Long Beach part, and that's, and 41% is Orange County. So you straddle the county lines that's like right. a colossus of roads. Well, it's really important to kind of break down that barrier yeah. between uh, Orange County and Los Angeles County, and I'm proud to say I'm trying to do that. And so being there has been a great learning experience. Uh, there's been many frustrating moments. Uh, I wish things worked better, uh, but I'm trying to do my best. I, I've been on the, I'm on Natural Resources Committee and I'm on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I'm learning, I've been, I think one of my strengths is to reach out to everybody and to try to develop relationships. Well, we and that's sure, what I work we on. We need more of that in Washington and we've talked about that uh, when you were in Sacramento right. and uh, you were uh, successful somewhat there in that effort. And uh, God knows we need more uh, reaching out in Washington. Everyone is sick of the deadlock. I'll give you an example of, of what I've kind of been doing. Because I've come, in, in this instance, because I've come to Washington having had experience in the California state legislature, a lot of the California delegation I served with, both Republicans and Democrats in Sacramento. And so, uh, and I remember in Long Beach when we did the base closure yes. uh, in the middle 1990s we with Beverly O'Neill, and we all tried to get, and I was so struck with that every other state delegation really worked to, for the benefit of their base. And in California, it was very, very hard uniting the California delegation. They didn't really speak with one voice. So one of the things I've done is uh, I've joined with Jeff Denham, who's a Republican, fairly new, I think this is second or third term, uh, from the Central Valley, who Jeff and I served in the Senate, Republican. And we decided that we were going to try to get the California delegation together, both Republicans and Democrats. And we've kind of hosted a group. And we found out that we did our first meeting together just to get people together, uh, that this is the first time in 40 years that the California delegation has oh my actually God. met together. Oh, my God. Those are examples of, especially when you have more partisan that's developed, and you don't have a base of people working together historically. Well, we you wish you problems. success in that effort because I think I speak for most of our viewers and much of the country when we say the country is fed up 
with this loggerheads of the log jams in 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 Washington, particularly uh, uh, playing chicken with the with the debt limit and all that stuff. Uh, enough. Well, you and I know that um, some of that has to do with, and we've talked about this, and we maybe I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but some of that has to do with. Uh, structural things. And what I mean by structural problems that the Congress has is that uh, when we saw, as you pointed out, the loggerhead over the getting a budget done, closing down the government, and dealing with the debt ceiling, uh, that everyone or many, many of the people uh, who would analyze this would say, you know, in part that's because people are not elected to get work together. People, the very basis of how we do elections in this country are really designed not, people can go home and say, see, I didn't work with them, and that's because we don't have fair elections. That's and I have an idea that might work. Let the people draw the lines instead exactly, of having the parties do it. That's exactly right, Art. And, and you and I know, uh, because you've been a great advocate of it, and I have carried much of that load in Sacramento, but you... I'm just the one, I was the one legislator that led it, but in part, it was because my community and you were one of the people that strongly advocated that we need to have fair redistricting. We need to take it out of the hands of the state legislature and give it to the people. And, and you led the did. charge for that in Sacramento. And you couldn't even get a co-sponsor of that bill when you first introduced right. it. And it became law. And we now have new legislative districts in California drawn by a citizens committee, not by the parties. And I am finding that, especially since the closing of the government and this shutdown and, and all the problems around the debt, raising the debt ceiling, that this has been a great opportunity for me to reach out to Republicans who also feel the same way about that and to begin to develop a coalition. And I am now working with a number of Republicans we're not going to say it's going to end up being exactly the bill that I want, but who also are totally committed. So this to would be this. a national legislation to require states to draw, have citizens committees to draw the lines. And that would result in less safe districts for both parties and more of a chance for moderates to be successful in elections. It not only would provide, because you can't have competitive districts in every district, but what it would mean would be that districts, if they were drawn fairly, they could not be so overwhelmingly one party or the other party, just overwhelmingly, that that person is frightened of, of attacks from the extreme of their own party. And that's really what's causing And we recently had Senator Ted Lieu on our show, your former colleague yes. in the Senate, and he attributed the more successful session this year to that to several structural reforms, of which that was one That's of them. That's right. The other one, I believe, was the open primary That's exactly in California. Right. Well, I'm not really advocating that in the national level. It could be. I want to focus and I th on letting the people draw the lines nationwide. And I think what's good about it is not only the fact I'm not naive enough to believe that it has, it's going to get done right away, but I am a strong believer that you've got to build that coalition now. And I've been reaching out, and a number of Republicans well, we, and Democrats are reaching out to me to say, let's work together. We wish this. you success in that effort. We learned in law school that the people should select their representatives. The representatives should not select their people. That's exactly right. We should be communities of interest, not self-interest of elect. Of, we'll be, of okay, we'll be continuing this great conversation with the congressman after these messages. Stay with us. Thank you.
At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Hello, I'm Jessica Hardy, a proud Long Beach native and a member of the USA Swimming national team. Having spent much of my life in water, I've developed a deep appreciation for the valuable role that this precious resource plays in our lives. In recent years, California's water supply has become unreliable. To address this reality, Long Beach residents have dramatically reduced their water use through permanent lifestyle changes. In doing so, Long Beach has made itself a leader in water conservation. As I work hard to achieve my personal goal of qualifying for the 2012 Summer Olympics, I encourage you to continue your tremendous efforts to use water in smart and responsible ways. So join me and your fellow Long Beach residents in strengthening the water conservation movement. By making small but significant changes in our water use habits, together we can ensure that we have a reliable water supply for many generations to come. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back with our Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Uh, Alan, uh, Obamacare, the Affordable Health Care Act, much in the news. Uh, the rollout was not exactly a smashing success. Give us, and I know you had a town hall recently, a telephone town hall with several thousand of your constituents on the line. Give us your take on what's going on. Well, first I'd like to preface that there's a big difference between California and the rest of the nation. Not that there aren't problems in California also, and we can talk about that, and that is whenever you roll out such a large program, it takes a lot of work to do this. And I think at least we have seen in California with the governor uh, and the legislature wanting to be a state that, that, that but you're see, at the federal. You're at the federal level but, now. But but what the Affordable Care Act says, it's really the states that are supposed to do it. So California was one of the 13 but, states that did a its own website, and that website has not had the problems that the national. But we're talking website. about the federal level. The yes. website basically didn't work. Right at the federal level. And that's embarrassing. This was a major horribly, program. Horribly emba embarrassing. Yes. And are heads rolling because of this, or are we just saying, well? Well, remember, at this moment, when we when we're watching the show, this is the third month of a six-month enrollment period. The enrollment period started October one, and it runs until March thirty-first. And we're halfway through that. And I think that if, if we see, as it continues, and I'm not sure exactly what the date is for the last, latter part of December, that people are not able to enroll on it. The president has promised that they would have it fixed. If it's not fixed, when there will be the large enrollment, yes, heads will roll. And the president also adjusted his position because uh, of his earlier statements that you can keep the, prom uh, the policy that you have if you right. like it, period. 
and he uh, that wasn't the case, right. and so he had to tinker and allow a one-year extension of keeping your own policy, which actually the state of California commissioner just refused. Right. They don't have to follow that guidance. But, right. But uh, there seems to be a, a, a great uh, concern about Obamacare, and I give us your. I know you supported it. I, I do you, support you it. You still I do. I, well. I support the concept of a market-based approach, is what the Affordable Care Act is. I support the ideas that you cannot lose your insurance because of a pre-existing condition. There are no lifetime caps on, on you, that kids can stay on their parents' policies until they're 26, and that competition, if you can get everybody into the system, competition will bring down the cost, some of the cost. It does not deal with all the costs. But there's the no such thing as a free lunch. How do we pay for all those benefits? It looks like there are ten we, we, primary we, benefits. we force people into the system that don't want to be there and buy insurance that they don't want. We don't need single 20-year-old males having maternity uh, benefits. Well, that's not the major cost, maternity benefits. That just says that uh, all people... Just as we require, if you want to have a driver's license and you want to drive on the freeways and you want to drive in the city streets, you have to have insurance. That is what, what we're saying is that in the, the nation is paying for people's emergency room services, hospitalization well, services. We are paying for that, and therefore we want a system, if we're not going to have a federal single-payer system, in which everyone is enrolled in has some insurance, and these are the minimal standards. There are different levels. There's very, very minimal insurance, and to insurance. But you mentioned market-based system. Yes. I don't see how it's a market-based system if a willing insurance company and a willing insured are willing to enter into a contract, but that doesn't conform to the federal government's view of what is an acceptable contract. That doesn't count. Well, they can't do let's, that. Let's do all. It's not what. Let's just say a, answer. What were those ten essential services that had to be on it? It said that you had to have pre, you had to have screenings that were allowed. You had to have at least one one primary care free visit to a physician, so you could have primary care. It said that you could have you would have assessments and testing. Okay, would be free. I, I'm sure those are the minimal kinds. But of they're standards. good things. But if other people want insurance that doesn't have it, why? Should the government say <clears throat> you can? Because that doesn't because, count. Because we're paying for the hospitalization. <clears throat> the biggest, the biggest ones are the hospitalizations and the emergency room services. That's okay. what is the required. That's what's driving the cost on that. Well, everyone. I guess my basic concern has always been uh, a major social system representing one sixth of the economy with no Republican support. This every other social advance had bipartisan support. This came in without bipartisan support. I think we're, we're seeing the I agree the with you. Now, remember, uh, that it was passed before I was yes, elected. Yes, no, I know. And, but I agree with you, Art, that anytime you're engaging in major change, it's nice to have bipartisan support. I, I agree. And they even had to... Everybody would have a piece of something uh, at the... At, at the they skin would in the game. The right. And they, don't and they even got the last few Democratic votes by basically exempting important constituencies in those states from the effect of this, quote, wonderful act. So anyway, I, you're I, there I, to wrestle with it. Yes. Uh, let's, let's go on to another very important subject, which is our relationships with Iran and the negotiations ongoing. Yes. Uh, give us your take on that. Well, I, the, the, I think it's 
The Congress is committed, both Republicans and Democrats, I'm on the Foreign Affairs Committee, to, uh, to having one voice, and that one voice is that uh, Iran shall not develop nuclear weapons, that we will continue to engage in sanctions against the Iranian government and up those sanctions until we see demonstrably that there will not be. It has been acknowledged now by all the nations of the world that the, if and negotiations do work, if there are negotiations, it is because the U.S. stood up and did the sanctions and they have come from a bipartisan effort in the Congress. By the time the show airs in late December, there may already be an agreement reached. An interim agreement. An interim agreement, but there is concern that uh, uh, we won't be tough enough in those negotiations. Do you have confidence that the president and the administration will stand strong on the requirement that uh, uh, they will not allow Iran to uh, continue to upgrade their capacity in the six months or so that this interim agreement would last? Well, I hope to see the agreement. I can't, you know, we can't really say that. I will just say that there's a real commitment on the part of the Congress of the United States in a bipartisan way that Iran shall not develop nuclear weapons. Does whatever... But it, we would like to see negotiations solved through negotiations. But this is not going to be a treaty, so the, the administration can sign on without congressional review and approval. The Congress will continue to, to up the sanctions regardless of what the president does I unless see. they do. We are the ones that created You control the sanctions. the sanctions. We wrote the Sanctions Act. We have done, we've had the support of the president, but it's really the con Congress, and it has been a bipartisan effort. In so Congress. if Congress does not approve of what the president uh, signs on to, they can continue to ratchet the, up the, the sanctions. The president has asked us to not to introduce any more sanctions at this moment until we see what's going on. But I assure you that if the Congress is not satisfied with it, the Congress will continue. But to does he sanctions. have the right to unilaterally relax some of the sanctions that you have voted? Uh, uh, for a six-month period, I, I have not seen what the final thing okay. ha has. Because really, at the time of this taping, Art, it is not really, we have not seen the, the negotiations. Okay, we'll be back after these messages. Stay with us. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. Italy's a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto. 
2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. We are most grateful for your business. Happy holidays from all of us at Charter Communications and Channel 101. We're back with Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Alan, so much to talk about, so little time. But give us your take on the debt ceiling negotiations that will be upcoming and also the budget. Our, our budget seems to be out of control. Well, I think that what's out of control is it's been now four years since the Congress has actually passed a budget. And so it's, and, and to pass a budget, remember the House passes one side, the Senate passes the other. We have a Republican sen uh, House, Democratic Senate. Uh, and then they're supposed to go into conference committee and negotiate, and that's the way things should be done, and we haven't done that. Hopefully now, remember, December, the middle of December, the conference committee is, had completed their work on the budget. After the last disaster, uh, when we couldn't get a budget done and we couldn't deal with the debt ceiling, they agreed to at least go back to the regular order and do that. By, we will know by January 15th, which is in a little over two weeks, because that's when the uh, continuing resolution runs yes. out again. And then by February 7th, that's when the, uh, the debt ceiling has to be dealt with. And we, no one wants to go through the threatened closure of the government right. again. And, and I think that more rational approaches on both sides understand that uh, there has to be a compromise between the Ryan budget, which is the House budget, and the Patty Murray budget. And we will see in the next two weeks whether we can accomplish that. Excellent. Well, let's talk about something that everyone can agree is very positive, and that was the opening, and we were both there for the new Governor George Dumajan courthouse in Long Beach. Well, you know, as someone who's you worked spoke at, there. As a I spoke fact. at it. I spent ten years working on some of the funding for the for the courthouse. Uh, we the courthouse is built the only courthouse in California that's been built in the last few years and will be because of a bipartisan effort, and that was because of the tremendous not only respect for the governor, and I'll talk about him in just a second, but that we were able, because of Long Beach's ability with, with working with Supervisor Kanabi, working with Mayor first Mayor O'Neill, then Mayor and then Mayor uh, Foster, myself in the legislature, Republican leadership in the legislature, Democratic leadership, that we created the first public-private partnership when there was no state funding to yes. do it, and that's what we did in Long Beach, and that's because you know there was such a great group that came together and I would be remiss if I didn't say the person who did the driving vision for the courthouse was the presiding judge at that time Judge Brad Andrews he was the one that brought us all together to work on this and it really shows what can be done and accomplished when both sides get together but we but I think the the highlight of it all is was the naming of this wonderful new edifice for our governor, who really represents all that's good about Long Beach. Somebody that people, you know, in an era when people have such low regard for their elected officials, Governor Duke Magian is held in the highest regard by all people. He was always the fairest. Granted, 
we may not have always agreed with things that he wanted to do, but he did it in a way which was public, and he always invited people, and he, in a very humble way. And he was a gentleman, and uh, he uh, uh, was a man of his word, and and he is truly beloved That's by right. the community, he is. He is. particularly here in Long Beach, where he continues to reside with his family and kids and grandkids. Uh, uh, really, really unusual public servant. Brought great pride to our city, really brought us together. And and this was a wonderful, you know, it was last month that we did the, the and it, you remember that, and I don't know how much it was people realize, it brought so many people together, and yeah. it was just a wonderful, wonderful event. Well said, Alan. And uh, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. <laughs> Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our Customer Service Center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. Or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. those who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. We're lucky to have public servants of the likes of George Duke Majin, referenced in the last segment, and also our guest Alan Lowenthal, who's had a distinguished career at the city level, at the state level, and now in Congress. Congratulations to you, Alan. Thank you, Art. I appreciate that. And I know you deeply appreciate the sound political advice I gave you some 25 years ago not to run for city council that you could never win. That's right, and you did it on more than one occasion. <laughs> you wisely decided not to follow that advice, and uh, uh, the Lowenthal's have never lost an election. Quite a record. Uh, it's the Kennedys of Long Beach. Well, you know, I, I, I'm honored that I've had this opportunity yeah. to serve the people of Long Beach. I love this city. And I know that you are among those elected officials who I respect, who go into it to do something, not to be someone. And you did it at the state level, and I'm sure you will continue to do it in Congress to try and accomplish something, not just be reelected. Well, thank you. I, I, I really feel that uh, uh, I know where my roots are. I know what's important, whether it's, you know, having fair elections for everyone, whether it's, whether it's trying to work across the aisle, whether it's to stand up for what I believe in. But I also know coming that 
the other person is just as smart as I am. I have to respect all points of view. And the, really the question is, how are we going to forge out of this great tapestry that's America a vision and make the Congress work? A fine last message for our last show of the season. And this is our holiday season, so I wish everyone a happy holiday. Happy holiday. Okay. And, you know, Hanukkah was early this year. Now we're going through the Christmas holidays. Wonderful. Have everyone have a wonderful holidays. And we'll see you all next year when we bring you the next edition of our show. Uh, good night, everyone. And again, happy holidays. Thank you. Straight Talk has been brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach and the Press-Telegram. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.